Max, good evening. Yeah, g'day. How are you? Good, yeah, Max, thank I, you. I've had four Citroens uh, starting from 1999, and they all had reserve fuel tanks. And one of them I checked that did about 70 k's from the time the light came on till the time it ran out, because I ran it right out and had a spare can of diesel, or diesels. So it wasn't actually a switch that you switched across, it was just a light that came on? No, a light, light came on, a bell rang, and a little picture of a fuel pump come up on the fuel gauge. Oh, okay, okay, wow. And you ran the diesel right to empty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did a test on it. I had a spare, I'd filled a can and had a can in the boot, and at the first sign of it starting to cough and run out, I, I stopped it. And it did, uh, well, I only checked one of them, and it was a two litre one, and it did, um, uh, I think from memory, it's a while now, um, did about, uh, no, about 50 k's from the you time the light li- came on till the time it was running out. You must have liked the Citroen to buy three of them. I've, I've had them all my life. First one I had was a 1939 Cabriolet, which is worth a fortune now if you get one. But now I've got a two, um, three lead, 2010 twin cam, uh, twin twin turbo uh, diesel, three litre diesel. Did you ever have any of the classic ones that look like an iron? Yes, yeah, the D, D series, yes. Oh, a beautiful looking car. Great car for long distance motoring. Beautiful. Right. And, and, it, and it seemed as though some places in the country, like Palmerston North and New Plymouth, they must have had more dealerships because you always saw more of those cars there. Yeah, yeah especially Taranaki. There's a little town called Manaya in Taranaki, and it it's, uh, used to be really big and is still quite big on them. Why was that? Was there a dealer there? Yeah, there was a dealer there that was a real fanatic, and he... He converted all the local farmers out of their Holdens and Vauxhalls, which were around in those days. And, and uh, yeah, but the D was a beautiful car for long distance motoring. Yeah. When I was young and silly, I drove from Auckland to Wellington and back in a day in one of those. Now, a mate of mine had the longer one. Earlier, earlier again. No, it was more like the station wagon. It was a longer version of those. Was it called a safari or something? Yeah, yeah, safari. Yeah, that was just just, just a, it's a, a station wagon version of the saloon. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, uh, great car. Yeah, but... He sold it to a guy who spent his whole student loan on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you see many around at all now? I never see them at those. You never oh. see them in, in those um, vintage car rallies. Yeah, oh yeah, there are quite a few around, and especially um, they're all being restored, and they all cost a fortune now. You know, there was a time when you could buy them quite reasonably, but now you know you got to pay probably at least thirty grand for a reasonable one. You know, they've become a real sort of collector's car. You know, well, there's never been a car that looks. I mean, it's been that they are the most extraordinary car you could see, aren't they? I mean, there's no cars ever looked like them. Either love them or loathe them, and, uh, but they're fantastic road holding and and comfort comfort. Well, that's why you can drive long distances in them. Do the, just, do, the, do the French still own it? Yeah, 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 it's still owned by the French. Yeah. yeah. What's the what? What's that joke they always say? The best two days of a Citroen owner's life. Oh yeah, well you hear all of those <laughs> silly jokes like that. Yeah. And the yeah. um, suspension doesn't go. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hydro, what they call hydrogenmatic. There's no no metal springs on them. That's all uh, hydraulic fluid. Yeah, yeah, but that um, works. That was good technology. It doesn't break down all the time, or yeah, no, no. They uh, they have just gone away from it. In that, but it's been they, they came in in 1955, and um, it and it was it's on right up till just now. My car's still got it, but it's self leveling. Like you, you could put six bags of cement in the boot, and it would still ride level. You know? Okay, so they've given up on that form now, have they? Oh uh, yeah, I just think it's the Peugeot influence because Peugeot actually own them now, or a group called PSA, which is Peugeot Society Anonymi, I think. Um, and Peugeot's a more conservative sort of character. I don't know why, but I mean, it's not as though it was unreliable. They, they, they had it for all those years, 50-odd years, you know, yeah. and, and uh, very little, well, you know. And, did, you, uh, did you have a dealership? Is it your love of them? Yeah, no, 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 I was just a, just a, just a driver. <laughs> Got my first one when I was 19. I couldn't even drive, and... Uh, that was the old ones, the old May Grey style, you know, with the big, big headlights and guards. You know, that was before the D series. That that started in 1934, and it was a very advanced car for its for its time, because it had front wheel drive and uh, it had a it had no no chassis. It was a unitary body, just like what all cars have today. Yeah, okay. I wonder ran. I wonder how many D series would be in New Zealand now because you don't often there was one in oh. Cromwell I often used to see that the guy at the one of the shops had one there that was always on display but you yeah. I, I, you don't see any down Southland. Oh, maybe I've seen one. Yeah, yeah, there'd be, there'd be a few. Yeah, like every year they have a there's a Citroen car club and they have a big rally and uh, probably at the last rally I went to oh, there would have been Oh, probably could have been about 25 there, I suppose. Yeah, cause I was seeing on the website a good one's going for about $130,000 now. Yeah, yeah, and especially the, the Cabriolet. They, they built about 1,300 Cabriolets, which are beautiful looking car, and they're an incredible price to buy, yeah. Did you have one? No, no, I had the old model, the old... Oh, yeah, because you said a, that, yeah. was a 39. But even and they're worth a fortune if you to to, to get one of those now, you know. So, uh, and did no, you work I, on them? Did you work on them yourselves, or did you always take them to no, mechanics? I had, a, I had a brother who was became a authorized Citroen agent, and he was he was very good. He worked on now. I don't. I know. I've never. I'm not particularly mechanically minded. In it. I just like driving them <laughs> as you get older. You know. I'm looking at the convertible of the D-Series too. That looks pretty amazing. That's the one I was talking about, yeah. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Yeah, there's probably about... Uh, no, there's, uh, there might not be any in New Zealand now. There's one in Taranaki, but it's been sold to Australia. And, uh, and of course, and Citroen had swivelling headlights back in 1967. The headlights turn with the steering, you know. So, and my one now has, has got has that too. But it's all electronic now. The early ones were it was a mechanical linkage, which worked well too. Yeah. But would it be fair to say that Max, that people 
and correct me if um or and or would it be fair to say that people aren't as passionate about Citroens now as they once were? They're not as unique or as distinctive looking. I mean, you'd well, make no. Yeah, the the, the 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 clientele has changed. In the old days, you only bought a Citroen because you liked them. But now, people buy them now because I think with a lot of people, it's um, it's a bit trendy to own a, a European car. Whereas yep. in, in, when I first got one in '57, you were regarded as a bit odd if you owned a foreign car because everybody drove Ford or Holden or Vauxhall and. You know, what do you want to buy one of those things for, you know? But now, I think people buy them because it's a bit trendy, you know, to, to own a European okay. car. Not so much. A lot of people wouldn't wouldn't even know. One time, you could drive along the road and you could wave out, but now people wouldn't even know, you know. They're, they're, it's just a nice car. And it's and they weren't, asse- they weren't assembled in New Zealand like the Peugeots were. They're all assembled no. in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, in the early, and were, well, up till 66, they were all uh, English assembled um, because they, in those days, right from 19, way back, they um, they had to have a certain amount of um, English content in them to reduce the tax okay. on them or something. But um, the French ones were so much better, really, yeah. Max, someone's asked a question for you. Was it true the Citroen D-Series could drive on three wheels? They always yeah. said if you got a flat tyre, you didn't need a spare. Yeah, you could drive on three wheels. Yeah, they drove one right across Canada as a publicity stunt many, many years ago. But I've driven mine on three wheels just to see what it does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it didn't, it didn't have a spare or it did have a spare? Oh, yeah, they had a spare. They had a spare... Under the bonnet, right in the front, whereas you could, you could be dressed to go out to, to a ball or anything, and you and you never got really, you, you know you could get change a tire without getting dirty, you know. Wow! Oh wow! Oh, I've loved talking to you about that, Max. I don't know if that's yeah. a topic, but that, oh look, thank you so much. There we go. That's everything you need to know about Citroens.